0: Oh, I'll be your keeper of the fucking i just the right end I'll be your keeper of the fucking I'll just the right end I'll be your keeper of-
1: Now, but no form of rights I've been formed as of yet. For Pharaoh Fox, familiar foes, first people, final and female MC fierce Focus upon the fact, the facts could be found against the form My phonetics alone for the steel and seasons of the fence on the fly. Feel me,
2: feel me. Nine elements, one culture. Yeah. Folks, who are back in tune with the sounds of keepers of the funk. This is Illy. Yeah, I'm Ghost. And Ghost, uh man, you know what? Let me just not even start, man. Let me just hand this right over to you, man, because we got a guest in the building. This is, uh, you brought him to the show, so, uh,
3: yeah, tell us man. what's up, man. Yeah, man. So, keep us today, man. We have a, uh, to me, a very special guest. Um, uh, in previous episodes, you've heard me talk about and reference team we even actually had an old episode about, um, a particular internet site that I used to rhyme on, or even just talking about internet rhyming in general net seeing way Vince. back god it yeah, was like back.
2: episode 5 I want to say <laughs> yeah yeah, it was back way back a while
3: I've made very 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 few mentions scattered throughout but yeah we definitely hit it you know early on um, and I referenced uh, a lot of people on there who I looked up to and were the reason why Shit, not only I got into hip hop the way I did but became a writer the way I am so it's an honor for me to have this guest today because I looked at him as a mentor from afar. I became a good friend. Uh, known as brother for shit twenty years now. Jesus Christ, God, isn't uh, that
2: crazy to say, man? This, yeah, this, man. Like, two thousand was a long time ago, man. And it's like
4: <laughs> because we don't
3: sound, we don't sound any different. You know what I mean? So, but either way, his name is Pierre, aka the Ill Cat. He's here with us today. Ill cat. You know, I'm just an honor. Thank you, brother, boy. for having us in. So Thank welcome
5: you for to the show, me. man. Yeah. Thanks for
2: having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost was saying that you uh, mentor from afar. Now, I mean, I wasn't really involved with the site, but he would always send me links and, and, and whatnot, you know, check out these raps and check out these rhymes and something like that, you know. And <laughs> he would send me some of your stuff, too, with some of the collabs and ciphers you all had, too. So, I mean, I, I didn't know you. We didn't interact, but I kind of knew of you from afar my, myself. You know, I remember the name when he said he wanted to have you on. So I'm like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so, you know, for for me, man, um, you know, when I started, I I, I couldn't rhyme for shit. And I got on this AKA site, got hooked with these dudes. We transferred over to Abyss and they just had this whole structure going that I just fell for. And, you know, Ilcat was at this particular time, I mean, the whole time, but already early on was one of the elites. There was one of the moderators and they had. Uh, Top 10 lists, battle lists And I just made it my goal to get these dudes Respect and to get on the list And So he's just one of the dudes that I followed Man so it's just Again it's just an honor I'm sitting over here With a big old smile on my face like yo You know what I'm saying but it's it's dope It's dope so Yo Pisa tell us man just How did you get into hip hop man How did it all start for you You know just give us the basic rundown of how caught You caught the bug and you know, give us all the rundown
5: um so the genesis well on uh that website of this i was one of the uh older cats there so i think um i got into it was was basically that i'm about i'm a i'm a little bit older i guess in hip-hop but you could say so basically i grew up i just grew into it i just grew up with it it was the music of my my youth and you know how that goes that's the music that's closest to us and what we gravitate to or whatever so it's the music of my my youth and uh, it had all the elements to to stick to a young person like myself uh the the rebellious part of it and and, uh things like that so um i had a very uh, my parents were you know music lovers i guess most people say something they were music lovers but the thing about my parents it was dope was that they were they were diverse so we had all sorts of vinyl just from like all toward all sorts of genres and then so I'm, I'm listening to this music and so you know i'm, I'm a kid i was born in the 70s almost the 60s so i'm listening to all this this hip-hop and it's coming with with a lot of these beats and these and samples and stuff of music that i know from you know just growing up you know what i mean so it was right it was just super dope and um we me and my, my brother now we gravitated to it uh, you know the early stuff it was all like man what is this we, we just it, it was everything that we needed so it, it was it was as simple as that
2: so i gotta ask you though man because you said you were born in the in the early 70s yes, so 72. see see with me i'm born in 81 so by the time mm-hmm. i'm old enough to register what's going on there's already hip-hop so i don't remember a right. time when there wasn't you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and that's why that's how i got ingrained into it but you were there before that so i mean what was that like when you see this start to happen and where are you from by the way
5: i'm from cleveland man. so midwestern cat it was um okay it, it was very reminiscent of the scene and um Minister society with sam jackson cookouts with a whole bunch of funk music and soul music being played that's what it was like Hmm.
2: yeah i mean well you know we can relate to that i mean you know (laughs) that's what we hear with all our barbecues and cookouts anyway but i'm saying like when hip-hop comes along like like what is that i mean because you know like like i said for me it's inconceivable because it was already here So when that comes along, like, what does that do to you? Like, what do you, like, when you hear it, do you think it's weird? Do you think it's, you know, I I just, just, what's your thought process there? Like, if you remember it all, did it immediately grab you? Did it take you, did you have to grow into it or what?
6: I think it was, it was never weird because I think it was, it was very organic because I think it was, uh you saw people making this music who look like us. So it was never uh, weird at all. It was uh, it was what we consider black music. So it, it just kind of went with who we were, and it was family So
2: got you. Yeah, I just I just always wondered that because I hear older, you know, people even older than older than us, or even older than you, who are like we thought it was a fad and it wasn't gonna last, and then right, you know, here forty years later, here it is. So
6: yep, strongest music out there. <laughs>
2: It makes me wonder if it's one
3: of those things that it gradually came in like, you know, first we were like, even in hip hop, you know, first you had the whole like party kind of music, then it kind of became boom bap conscious, then it became more towards gangster rap, then it went shiny suit for a while, then it Mm -hmm. went then at that point it just kind of went universal and then the sound started to show you know a lot mm-hmm. Then we got the snap music so i'm just wondering if that from that funk it just naturally you know because it was kind of like the, the next natural progression you know
4: mm-hmm.
3: because how far could jazz and, and
2: and funk and all that have gone without somebody taking it and flipping it yeah you know Mm -hmm. that's that's an interesting question too because it was something else i was listening to um not even related to music so much as just american culture how they were saying like how it's basically a decadent society meaning it's no longer innovative it's it's just it's uh evolution but no revolution anymore if you did what i'm saying yeah so like Mm -hmm. he was saying like you know for instance what's the what's the, what's the, what's the music of the youth right now what's the you know what's the counter that becomes pop culture they say hip hop so okay that's oh, that's right except hip hop's been around for 40 years so what's the next you know what I'm saying it's like huh you know i mean it's not that other music hasn't come along but none of them have you know they're not hip hop they haven't become you know just this worldwide you know the next youth uh the voice of the youth basically that rock and roll or, or or jazz was before, you know.
5: Right,
6: right, right. right yeah. Right.
3: So, what are like some of the artists that you heard that when you heard and you're like, yeah, like I got to go get his album. Like, yeah, I'm 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 all in on this hip hop.
6: Hmm. And so, you know, the a lot of the early stuff was. It was it was just big throughout the community, like the uh, you know the Sugar Hill and the, uh, the stuff that came from that, like a uh, lot of the um, response records that came from the, the Sugar Hill game. Because there was a lot of that going on back then. Like uh, you had, um, the the uh, finesse Sequence. Um, You know they they had like the same rock over the same beat and have a, oh, a different yeah. different song. So it was a lot of that going on and that stuff. It was it was jamming. But when it really got me was when it probably was all tied together when I got into girls. So it was like
4: <laughs> when,
6: when, I, when everything looked, looked mad cool and I was just like, yeah, I need to look like that. It was, it was that, that period from going from Michael Jackson to Run DMC. And that was it. It, was, it wasn't like Curtis Lowe. Or any of those guys it was run dmc that was my, <laughs> that was that nice. was it right there it, it was the adidas it was it was the leather the leather jacket it was all that man i was like that shit was cold right there and that that was uh it was it was them man you he heard the music he was stuck in seas that was that first joint i heard stuck and seas 1983 maybe
4: Ooh.
6: i know <laughs> i went and i went to the first the first hip-hop concert ever which was the fresh Press. my dad my brother man i remember that joint with some and i think the fat boys was there um nice and then, some, then some other uh, little groups too man but it was it was dope i, I just remember that like it was yesterday man. it was uh and and this was like the the infancy of it man and it was it was just and it was it was packed and be there and, and it just you know, and my dad—he was—he wasn't one of those parents who were like, uh, like you were saying before. All oh, this is a bad. What is this? this is, blah blah. blah. My, my dad, my my parents were like, they rocked to it like we would. So it was just, and they, and of course, they recognized a lot of the sample too later on. So it was just like it was no big deal for them. But it was, it was such a cool time, man. It, it was, it was so great. But Run DMC was, was a, uh, was definitely. A, of course like for me and my brother we were like, damn that you know uh daryl and joe who <laughs> we wanted right to see up. daryl and joe <laughs> yeah
2: yeah that's a hell of a start yeah that's a hell of a start mm-hmm. yeah you know, i'm actually looking at a picture of myself and uh jay shout out jay from death cakes and with uh dmc right now we met him <laughs> women at comic-con like six years ago right. Yeah, yeah, he's got a he's got his own series of comics out right now called DMC. Daryl makes comics, and uh, well, he's literally <laughs> like, like everything you described about the, uh you know, about the outfits, the Adidas suits and the kangles and mm-hmm. shit. Like that's what they look like, but in superhero form. If oh, <laughs> you can picture, I gotta that, check though. that out. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually good, yeah, yep. good shit. Yeah. Shout out DMC. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, man. Um, it, it, it was
6: special. Man, it, it everything at that time.
2: So, yeah, man. See, that stuff was almost ra- oh, up my bed, Ghost Lord. No, go ahead. Yeah, to go expound ahead. on something he was saying, you know, because, you know, see, everything you name right there was all stuff that I was into when I was like, you know, five, six years old, you know what I'm saying? You're <laughs> actually there, you know, when you're, you know, in high school, actually able to right. participate. I'm just watching this from afar. Like, you know, I'm liking this stuff. My parents were different because they, you know, they were right there along with you, but there was like, I don't know for some reason hip-hop didn't take hold with them you know my pops is into it now you know in retrospect mm. but at the time he was just like he didn't get it I did, and i just never understood how anyone couldn't but i he mean that's not uncommon rag me about it boy. and, and you know as funky and jazzy as my pops is you would think he would have gone right into hip-hop but he didn't man i'm talking about it would have
3: been the easiest transition because this was the coolest nigga in the world. i mean still is i mean but it's just like i mean jazz reggae player had the band he was playing sets in the coolest little spots in one of the coolest part of town i mean just this so it was just like
2: you don't like hip-hop
3: like what
2: yeah he was about 30 years late but he's in, he's into it now but back then <laughs> i just right. couldn't get him to listen to a record right 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 <laughs> man
3: i tell you man you know uh The thing for me, like, I can't really pinpoint when it really caught me, caught me. Like, there's a lot of things that made me say, I have like a whole bunch of different points. Like I was in on hip hop, like earlier on, but then I got exposed to a whole nother side of it once I got to abyss, you know? Because up to that point, I knew all the mainstream artists. You know all the guys that you saw on your mtv raps or uh i don't even know if um maybe mtv jams
1: was going at that time
3: but uh video soul wouldn't plan a-, a bunch of rap video lp wouldn't plan a bunch of rap every now and then like the big ones would get through but like you know my first actual show that i went to was a crisscross concert and no shit. Yeah. Wait a minute, where, where at? The Fox.
2: Okay, because Jay, again, shout out Jay, his first concert was Criss Cross, but it was at Six Flags. Mm. So I thought I was like, wait a minute, were you all at the same show? But No,
3: nah, no, nah, we were at the Fox. We went to the concert where they were actually taking, like, I don't know if this was their first tour, but it was just my first show. But by this time, they were bringing the Brad around. They had already found the Brad, and she was already doing the bomb uh, or, or doing something with him. Uh, she would get up and rap or whatever and uh, so that's how I first saw her too you know I had no idea who she was you know what I'm saying but uh, because I don't even know if she was signed yet or anything like that but I just remember that was the first concert I went to you know and then the first big concert I went to was like Wu-Tang but man to see something like Fresh Fest that would have been
1: crazy you know
3: right I guess the closest would have been Hard Not Life that would have been the closest to something like Fresh Fest that we had in our in, in in my era, you know.
2: Yeah, I can I can see that. Or Survival of the Illest. Oh, what was the one with um with uh Smoking
3: Grooves? Maybe that one too.
2: Oh yeah, yes. Okay, there we go. Smoking Grooves. That was more like it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was pretty straight. That was pretty straight. So
2: I guess that would be more like '90s Fresh Fest for the '90s.
3: So. Another question I'm wanting to ask you, and, and, and it's good to ask in the show, though, is so what got you into writing, though, P? Like, and then was it before hip-hop? And then what it was, what made you decide to apply it to hip-hop?
6: That's a good question. It's, a, it's an interesting story behind that, too. So, um, so from that point, I was all in from the point I heard the two years ago, a friend of mine, asked me to say some nc rounds when i heard run fit that i was just like wow so i, I was right. going from there but it was never it was never anything i thought i could do or anything like that but by the time i was uh so i'm like i'm like 18 19 years old so we we at this point we we've uh, transitioned into the, the gangster rap era or whatever. So NWA is huge, Ice huge is huge at the time. So this was like ninety. Uh you know, right after I graduated. I went to um I went to college. So while I was at college, one of my my friends, two of my friends actually, my brother, who, you know, he started getting more into being a DJ and stuff like that, they started just recording stuff. And so it was like okay, so I came home for one visit, uh, one uh, Christmas break, and they had songs recorded, and I was like, what the fuck? So I heard the songs. I was like, damn, man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, y'all just made this because when I left, y'all wasn't on this, and then and then I came back, they had like they had like demos. So I was like, the fuck? So I was I was mad, jealous, and it was like, um, I remember hearing what they did, and I was blown away by it. They had couple songs critical beat down it like you know real um real gritty use of, of samples and all this stuff you know sending whatever you know man. mcdonald's money we had on four tracks and uh uh turntables and stuff like that and you know just moving your way up um and it, it was it was very raw but it was good man it was good and i was impressed by it so i remember going to sleep that night and he, he had this uh my brother had this one song with uh one of them and it was called uh hostro and it had uh <laughs> it had the sample right right <laughs> right <laughs> it had the sample for um from guys uh piece of my love uh, 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 uh. yeah it had that on there like oh, i'm sorry oh. yo
2: please tell me please tell me you got copies of these somewhere Please tell me they kept no the way. demos. <laughs>
4: no
6: oh, way, man. man. You, <laughs> hey, you, hey, that's a dope. Hey, those that's a dope thing to sample, wanna...
1: dude. Oh
6: god, those tapes, those tapes is done. Those tapes are done, dude. Oh, <laughs> <man. laughs> so it, 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 uh, yeah, too bad. we. This is before. This is all analog, so before the oh, digital man. era. So I. um he had that, that beat was so dope to me, man. And, um, you know, they kind of, you know, performed it for me. I was just, damn. So that night, dude, that was my first line post-show. And he let me get on. So I was like, all right. And that was it. And that, that's kind of when I started writing. But it was never serious at that right. time. So I wrote a, wrote a few songs and all this. And then I went back to school, uh, flamed out uh, at that college and came back home. And then... I got into it a lot more. So, and then that's when I was really rhyming. So we had moved too. So by this time, you know, we had a little bit more uh, sophisticated equipment and and stuff like that. And it was for us, especially for my brother and I, it was the best getaway from a lot of the the, the, uh, turmoil that was going on in our lives with our parents and drugs and stuff like that. So instead of being on the streets, man, we made music. I think we really made music. So, right. I remember working on an album, um, just coming, you know, in the city, in, in the basement, and just going. I started like uh, engineering my own songs and stuff like that. learning how to use that stuff ourselves. I mean, we just self taught, you know, like a lot of us was. And it was just, it was, man, it you know, just talking about this stuff gives you, give you chills, man, because it was, uh, it was just a, it was an important time in my life. So the. The, the pain game just came from that man and it was from as, as me and Jeff got this little inside joke it was from uh, my angst <laughs> so, <laughs> I knew it was coming <laughs> it, was, it, was from, it was from my angst so you know I, I had enough of it so it was uh, I found that to be the best mode for my expression because I, I definitely I didn't, I didn't speak well to let's see you know I, emotions get in the way gotten away from me, so it was uh, very difficult for me to express myself and uh sure. especially with girls, you know, and, and other when I'm serious or passionate about something, it was, it was difficult, so the, the way of rhyme allowed me to do so
2: hmm dope, man, yeah, that's dope Man. I mean, what that that whole thing, just in a nutshell. I mean, isn't that just like the definition of hip hop right there, though? That's it. <laughs> from from you know yeah. from how he how and why they got into making music, and as far as like you know, and the way you started writing, you know, because it's, it's, yeah. it's just not an uncommon story, you know. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yep.
3: And and you know, now that I actually you know heard that from beginning to end, it makes sense. You know, it's me have read your stuff so much, it's like, okay, that makes a lot of sense because you put a lot of yourself in a way that a lot of writers don't, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that that definitely makes sense, you know. Um yeah. so the inside joke he was talking about, uh real quick, um, the angst, it's it's a it's a twenty year old joke, man. Um when I was first trying to kind of establish myself on this internet emceeing site. Uh, I was reading their rhymes and these guys had rhyme schemes and this is where I really learned about rhyme schemes when you actually can read someone's rhyme I, I always say this, when you can read someone's rhyme and you actually start nodding your head to it because of the placement of the rhymes and everything that's how you know they're a good writer and they get good placement and things of that nature, I was doing that with a lot of right. these guys and I was like damn I want to be able to get my shit like that and I was reading one of his rhymes one day And see, you know, P's like he his thing is like he has a particular intelligence about about the way he approaches his rhymes. He has a a command of the English language that a lot of the dudes didn't have. And I'm not saying that they weren't good MCs. It's just that it's the difference between Biggie and Tupac, where Biggie's is is one of those natural street things and Pac is like real red real you know but still got the street in him too like he would be more of a Pac style where he's he comes from that but he's also got the well read, that real educated side of it though you know so he when he threw that word angst in there I was like oh shit I mean I know what the word means but I've never seen anybody use that in a rhyme you know and then the context of how he used it and the other words he used to rhyme it with I was like that's fucking So, and then he did it multiple times in multiple schemes. And I was just like, yo, you really like that word, don't you? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. (laughs) He
6: he would point it out every time.
2: Yeah. Yo, and see, another thing, uh, I just had to piggyback on that point you know with the tupac comparison with what you were saying because you know what's the other facet of tupac's music you know is emotion you know anything he felt Mm -hmm. you know like him or not you know whatever he felt you felt that when you listened to it when he was angry you knew it when he was paranoid you knew it when he was happy you knew it Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so yeah talk about
6: yeah that's that's definitely how uh jeff would engage me like some Sometimes I write something, post it, and he hit me up on like a text or a phone. He's like, "You good? You all right?" <laughs> <laughs> all <laughs> because nice. because it, it was it was transparency. It was it was no it was no whole fact. So, and that that's how it was. But th- there's mm-hmm. there's actually another the other layer to my writing is that you know that was that was the infancy of it. You know that and writing songs like "Whole overdose of bucks and i never i never hold i never hold a a steal at that point in my life at all and i'm i'm writing stars like that but by the time i got to uh when i went to the 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 college that i'll eventually graduate from um that's when that whole um it was it was the point where after i stopped playing college football and and I saw how people reacted to me not playing, you know, just being at that school that I was at and not playing football. You know, I was kind of looked at as like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm I'm gonna go to school for the rest of the next couple years like you doing? But <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's I still I,
2: school, right?
4: Right, right. But <laughs> but that told me
6: that told me everything I needed to know about how I was used. and I didn't like that shit at all. So it made me it made me buckle down and get serious about school and and also it it set off that whole i don't want to say i was an activist but it it, it set off that social awareness for me uh being in the school that was 99 percent white 99 percent white um it really did set that off so i started to write more stuff like that and i felt like i told myself okay I need to start um, competing with these white folks uh, cerebrally, and that was the big thing for me. That that was the transition, and in my writing right. from that point on, my writing um, represented that. So by the time you met me in the biz, I'm 20 because I you know I took some years off, so I graduated when I was 27, and I'm on the biz between seven years old. Most of these cats, I mean, we got cats 16 up to i guess i'd say the average was probably what 20 21 or something like that maybe around there so i was definitely one of the oldest but i didn't right i didn't feel like i wasn't at that point i was ramming or or that stuff that i was related to back when i was in my 20s it didn't it didn't make sense for me at that at that day I, i felt like i was past that so my whole my whole theme with with the business, I'm, I'm gonna come off like I'm more of a uh, a well-rounded, uh, uh, scholarly gentleman. You know that that's that's how I approach yeah. it. So okay. I yeah. wrote I wrote in a the way that was it was just more more prose than it was um, street rap. And that's, yeah. that's how that's how that was my persona on uh, a bit. All
3: right and the shit was cold it was kind of like some sage shit but it was it was definitely cold right. boy. it was and, and and that's the thing you know <clears throat> that was the benefit about a lot of that too because you got to see the variety and the shit would actually make you think you know and then you start to think like damn okay how can i rhyme like that and mm-hmm. then that's where the development comes because then someone else wants to come and write a rhyme that's like that and get the same love on the site and then boom someone else comes and then boom you know what i mean and then you start getting and it's just like you just go from there but i mean like i said you rock you know crust all, all those dudes were like the main cast that i was always gunning for as far as quality of verse like i wanted to make sure like if y'all read my shit and y'all commented on it like like I wanted to make sure I got love from y'all. It was like, mm-hmm. as long as I did that, mm-hmm. then I knew I was I was heading in the right direction, you know. So, yeah. you know, that's I, why I, I was no always kind of like, "You say what? No, go ahead.
6: No, go ahead."
3: No, I was just saying that's why I was always saying it was kind of like a mentor from afar because I would sit there and just read y'all shit and read y'all shit and read y'all shit and just the styles, the place, which is same and, for me and yeah you know and I would just like absorb that shit and be like okay man I, I these dudes doing it like this I gotta come with something to make them feel like I'm on a level you know what I mean so that's when I started yeah. really trying to get to where I can get placed on the uh on the top 10 list and let me start battling cats and you know because I used to watch yeah. you battle cast and you destroy dudes and going against Avion and because Avion used to just smash dudes and he was just like oh shit he's about to <laughs> give it Avion like oh and he used to do it with ease too and it was just so funny yeah. because I used to watch this whole shit with with, uh, with, with Eric and he would smash Eric, but it would be so funny and just reading his verses would just be so crazy and then like watching you go back and forth I was like oh shit this shit is
5: fucking crazy
3: you know I remember and, yeah, coming I, home the from crazy class, thing logging in like go
5: ahead. no no you I going, saying, man, I go man
3: go <laughs> I just I just remember I used to rush home from class logging in like what did this motherfucker say did he respond yet like you know <laughs> I like I, I would literally run in drop my bag my roommates would be like what's up what's up boom i blogged on you know what i'm saying like, like <laughs> what do you fucking say
5: yeah.
2: you yeah seeing by now i was in college and you know you by the by then, goes you were sending me links to like or uh you know you were copying and pasting some of your stuff or then give me links to the website to go check it out and so between classes actually i would go hit the computer lab i would print that stuff out and then go hit it up late go read it later that was like reading the newspaper.
3: Right.
6: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> 2000. Yeah, it, it was. It was my first. I, I I had no idea what I was getting into. I'm. I'm at, I had. I'm at my first job out of college. I'm three. What? I've been home three months. Got a job, and you know, it was kind of. We had a lot of downtime, so I just started searching for what was the things I was into. Of course, I was in the hip hop. Still, I'm 27. I. And I looked and I found that the first uh, message board. And it turned out to be the most impactful period of my writing. I grew so much. Like, the, the stuff Jeff was telling you was spot on, man. Some of these dudes were so talented. Like, he, he talks about me, man. But I, a lot of these guys, the same way, man. It was it was the same thing. I'm looking at him like, I, man, how did he slam this? And it's like, is this dude, like who is this guy is is he out recording stuff and all this it was it was dudes on there that was so cold way colder than me man but it it was just it it made me because to be honest with you man in my early days in 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 hip-hop it really was mostly the music i gotta admit but it was this point where and then and this is also during the the period of m&m too so M M&M and changed the way that I looked at Lyme, too, because his the intricate way of, of in which he wrote. So this also was a thing where I was just like I started to really unpack and deconstruct the way dudes was lining, and and Abyss was a part of that too, as well as M uh, emergence as well. So it was it was incredible, man! Incredible time. Like you, I came to work just so I can get on Abyss. I was like, man, it it it, it was my primary. It was my primary business of the day. Work was secondary. Yeah. That's that yeah. how no. it was. No. It was secondary. Literally.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> hey,
2: look. I was the exact <laughs> the same Ghost has said that so many times on this show. Right. We <laughs> did the same shit. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God. Dude, <laughs> do you know
3: That's how many exactly times I would be at work? I look, I'd be at work. And I was a bill collector. So why this motherfucker's on the phone begging me for more time, I'm sitting here reading rhymes, writing rhymes, battling right. motherfuckers. You know, like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, send that payment in, motherfucker, yeah. Such a, such a, such a rhyme. Yo, let's back. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. I, I mean, it's just... Man,
2: calling I... me Mr. Bill Collector. Money, no <laughs>
4: and, and it's
3: just, and the thing about this site, too, is like there's a couple of guys, you know, that just kind of like developed in a little bit more. And I just heard some of the coldest shit ever. Like this one rhyme uh, by this dude, uh, Verse. He was like, I'm murdering dykes. My style is oxymoronic. Like, I'm mad nice and I'm pretty at the end of the life. But listen, when it comes to spitting, the competition is non existent unless I like get a response from my mirror image. I was
6: like, shit. You you, you remember that off top?
1: I remember that <laughs> shit, dog. That's what the f- I'm telling you. <laughs> oh shit! Because <laughs> I was gonna, Damn. say you got there. I was gonna ask the same question. I
2: was like, I thought you had it written down or something. No, you that's word for somewhere. word.
3: That's word. No, I know that is word that shit for is word. Dope. Yo, Ver- yeah. verbs, verbs. Because I was yeah, actually remember he, he, he killed that
2: mother i wish i could remember some of the rhymes i mean i remember some of the names but the rhymes i can't recall any dude
3: yo son he's but that's i'm telling you that's why he was the
6: best
3: he was the best cat on the mic like because you know we see the way our site was again it was an internet rhyme site so cats was posting rhymes reading rhymes was all on other shit but then as it developed then we all of a sudden we had a forum for audio. Cats started getting access to audio equipment, started putting up audios. So he yeah. was doing he he was doing that shit, and that's where I heard that shit. And I was like, wait a minute, because the way he wrote it was a little different than the way he spit it. He was one of those dudes. Oh, like you, he would write it, and you would read it one way, and be like, okay, that's pretty cool or whatever. But other guys, I could catch their rhyme a lot better but when he spit that motherfucker because he's obviously got his little pauses and whatever the fuck he's gonna do his little natural idiosyncrasies of the rhyme all built in there in his head right but he's just posted we don't see all that in the rhyme scheme on the screen you know so hearing that was like oh my god man yeah. it, it See, was now i got a bone that. to
2: pick with you for that ghost what i got a bone i got a bone to pick with you why did you come over to my house and play me none of that shit why did you play me that it will the second uh bullshit when he was (laughs) we fucked up that primo beat (laughs) because it was so disgraceful that shit today you want to talk about what i remember I, I do remember him coming in. <laughs> then, look, man, I'm hearing full clip. I'm like, okay, motherfuckers got a primo beat. It, it, you know He's not gonna fuck up a primo beat. Nobody's gonna do that, right? He come in lisping and shit. My rhymes is deeper than the kitty pulls and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, and what you, know, you, go? Are you crazy that yeah.
0: shit for. <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: and
3: that wasn't the first time he did that. He did that over uh Pete Rock's beat, the one for um that Raekwon and Ghost was on. Uh, it's not a game. Oh, um, yeah. Oh
2: God. He he did
3: it on that one too. But C A A A P. That was MC Scorpion's alias. That, remember yeah. That
2: shit? It were, yeah. That was MC Scorpion. That
3: was MC. Scorpion. I, remember I remember the, the
2: name. name. I didn't know they were the same guy. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it, it, was, it was a it was a handful of dudes that were that were pretty good on the mic, but Verb was definitely he was he was ahead of all of them. Yeah, he was like yeah. one of those dudes where he's like, yeah, I would buy that. Hell I yeah, I this.
3: bought some. I, I bought yep. this little mixtape that he, he put out. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Shadow was pretty good, too. I just could never um, mm-hmm. catch any of his shit that was actually out to buy. Yeah. But because he did like mixtapes and shit. And shout out to Shadow because he was actually the first one. He brought me to Kansas City, to his studio down there, me and Menace. And that was the first time I recorded down at Shadow's studio shout out to shadow yeah that. that was actually dope that was a dope experience that was a you know my first time actually to see the whole process you know start to finish in an actual professional like this was like some real studio shit. like I don't know who shadow knew or whatever because it was like his people but because they weren't paying for it or some shit. I don't remember how it was but they were doing some tape and I'm talking about like million dollar board I mean, I mean it's not million dollars but that motherfucker was 128 track i mean this shit was nice i was like, damn mm-hmm. you know so yeah shout out to chef but yeah first yeah and it, yeah then, I, and i'm I, just surprised I, that i
6: oh, go ahead no nah, i was just gonna say i was never i, I was never claiming that, that my my uh voice was, was captivating anybody so i knew that wasn't my lane to try to get out there and, and do it like that. I was like, nah. Because at that point, I was, I was just kind of heavy into the, the whole release, you know, uh, the cathartic release of writing and stuff like that. So, you know, doing the audio, it was never big for me because guys used to come at me about that. And I was like, eh. You know, I just kind of, at that by that point, I just wasn't into it as much. It was just all about, like, trying to get my pen game where I wanted Right. It. So, but them other dudes who... I mean, we had, like you said, there was some nice cats on there. Man, it's like uh,
3: I tried it, but I, I I quickly realized that, yeah, I should probably make beats because <laughs> uh, I, I know where my talent lies, where my talent doesn't lie. Right. It's like, you know, my shit just sounded like one long answering machine message. I just felt like, <laughs> I don't know, I didn't have the <laughs> yeah. voice. I didn't had a voice for it, and then I was gonna try to do some NATO Khalif slash Lord Have Mercy type voice shit, and or some rock, <laughs> from, uh, or some rock Elsa, from BBC Elsa. type <laughs> shit, you know, <laughs> you know.
6: But yeah, nah, I didn't work, man. So yeah, yep, yeah same man. here. I just didn't. I didn't think I had a voice to captivate like that. So I gave nah, it the I old college it. try, but yeah.
3: And I ain't had that much to say. You gonna be a real MC? You gonna have some shit to say, man? Like me, I. I literally wrote my shit like on the screen, so like I Yeah, yeah I just but, but man um so who would you say like who are your favorite MCs? And this is not like a top MC list, it's just who are your favorite, your go-tos?
6: Mm. Uh currently I, the main one that stands out for me currently is Royce. We talk about him all the time. Royce is—he's he, my favorite MC rhyming today. I still like Eminem. I just don't think he's as good at songs as he used to be. Um, but I, I still will check for him because the rhyme, the way he's evolved into rhyme, is just incredible. It, it's just like he's something different at this point. He still makes songs, but he's something different because if you listen to the rhymes. Where he 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 ain't fitting to sell records. It's it's so intricately woven. What the way, what he does around to today is just it's bananas. So and I still like the challenge of figuring out catching his metaphors and his subtext and stuff like that. I still love that. So those right, those two are big. You know you know how big I am on Black Thought. Black Thought is just he's he, he's just like the the um, you um him, unstoppable right. force man. Like thought. God it's damn. like uh just yeah, I don't I don't ever and the crazy thing man, like as much as I love hip hop, as much as I've been into it, at different periods in my life there's certain things. I i, I ain't ashamed to admit that I was not on. It'll That didn't blow me away. DOC's right. first album angrily blow me away. Man it took some time, you know, it took a little time to settle in. And then what it did, I was like, oh, this shit is crazy. But at, at the first, at the right. beginning, I was just like, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> to, to, to DOC, yeah. <laughs> to Illmatic, I was like, Meh. Wow. you know, but it's it just yeah. like, I wasn't there. It, it, was, it was ahead of me, man. It was ahead of me. That's basically what it was. It was ahead of me. Because at that right. point, you know, I got, I was heavy into that West Coast Eve E and all this stuff. And then, you know, and even when DOC came out, I was just like, eh, whatever, whatever. You know, funky enough. And that was another big point, man. I remember he he, he was doing this tour. He came up to our school, man. It was just like wow. But man, when that album he came dropped to school. He did. He came to our school. He I nice. mean they, they passed out all these these DOC little things. It was like it was like a just a little uh like pull out like something that would might be in the album jacket and was like the same size of the album but it had him on there no one could do it better and all this stuff so that was that was hella dope but Man, that's dope. um,
2: that's dope so uh he, so when you when, when he i just i'm just curious to know your thoughts when you mentioned dlc and you know throwing it all the way back to him coming to your school how mm-hmm. did you feel about return of the living dead <laughs> <laughs>
6: I bought it. <laughs> I bought oh, it. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm I sorry. I did, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to like it, man. But when they I I realized to. what he was doing there, I'm like, uh, uh my brother, why? <laughs> just why did you
6: even do this? Yes. It didn't <laughs> the execution. I mean, it, it was the voice, man. It, it just, he sounded like a horror movie. It, it really, it was, it was bad.
5: It's, it's like, see, bad. and
2: this is a thing about that. See, when he started to get his yeah. voice back and start to rap, Dre said, you know what? Nah, that ain't it. So he yeah. got mad at Dre. And this yeah. is why, I don't know if is, a lot of people know that story. So this is, um, you know, for the listeners out there who don't know that, Dr. Dre and Ice Cube were supposed to have an album together called to Skelter in like 95 right. or something. Right. That's what National mm-hmm. War Killers was like the lead into. But mm. that didn't happen because you know, what we just said about DLC and Dre and Dre being like, you know, nah, don't do it to yourself. And DLC, you know, didn't like being told, you know, and like being discouraged, you know, by his mentor like that, so he said, "Fuck it." So, of course, DLC wrote yeah. for Dre, so he took all the rhymes back and put out the Helter Skelter album himself. The problem with that is like, like he was saying, he sounded like a horror movie, and <laughs> and he played right into yeah. it too. He brought his funky enough back with all this like screeching sound effects yeah. and shit on it. And like, what the hell yeah. did y'all do to this song?
6: It, it didn't work, but I bought it. I supported it. It was and the crazy thing is because he. As much as I, I was, it took me a second to get on. When I got on, I was like, "This dude is one of the coldest MCs today." He I mean, he didn't he didn't even get the credit for it, really. But he's one of the coldest man. Somebody, if you think you take that first album, man, he was in the era. His contemporaries are Easy Ice Cube and all this. And he 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 made an album that really didn't it had very little profanity in it, very little, and some of the coldest beats man i mean you take the the formula let the bass go um Mm -hmm. funky enough of course man i mean what dre did on that i mean it it was incredible and his lines man again ahead of his time some of the stuff he was saying some of the words that he was using and the cadences it was just like Mm -hmm. maybe maybe 10 years later i would hear a song and be like oh i know this word now (laughs) i know what this means now (laughs) i didn't know it at the time yeah it's been a lot of instances like that uh other mcs like uh, ll and stuff that i picked up on was like man i didn't even know that then but doc there are things he said i didn't have any idea i'm just this little kid from the city who don't know nothing and just you know emulating him but then you know i found out you know I, i grew up later but he uh it is one of them catches, man. It's one, it To me, is one of the, the best hip-hop debuts ever. And it just sucks, man, that that happened to him. Because I, I can't even imagine how big he would have got.
2: It yeah. yeah, is definitely one of those. It is a crime. It's a shame that we never got, you know, proper follow up you know and just you know for that to happen and take him out of his prime like that but on the other yeah. hand on that too how lucky is dre i mean because he already had the perfect mc once he had dlc right there and then yeah. fucks around and finds <laughs> snoop a few years later you know
6: and right and then eminem and
2: fucks that's Ryan a perfect marriage twice, too eminem. and then, eminem, and then <laughs> right. eminem you know another perfect <laughs> marriage you know three three times i said twice
6: three times yeah three times that that yeah. just didn't happen just doesn't happen but that dude's blessed <laughs> that dude's blessed to say the least
4: and and look and look and
3: even though it technically wasn't his he still got the eat know 52 it's like yeah
4: man,
6: yep
3: yeah but you know and, and real quick uh about dlc uh one of the more unsung um, aspects of his skill set that i always kind of like I noticed He was one of the first cats I noticed That could in a rhyme Switch from rhyming on the kick To rhyming on the snare Without you really noticing Like you know cause well, like I said Once I started the cadences And all that shit from reading in An Abyss and all this other shit You know when I would go back and listen to anything No matter if it was older or newer shit I'm listening to things in a different way And I'm like damn wait a minute He rhymed to the snare there But then he was rhymed to the kick there And I was like that's kind of dope you know and it, I just noticed he was one of the few that did that the way he wrote the beat was kind of do another dude that does that he's not the most lyrical but he does he does this part to perfection is the short. you know he, yeah. he, he can ride a beat like a motherfucker and he switches back between the snare the hi-hat the kick but DLC was one of the first that I noticed that did that and I was like damn that's, that's pretty dope so I, another thing to add to his already dope you know skill set is I just want to mm-hmm. throw that in there too
4: but, yeah.
3: um, and it's subtle like I was saying You, can, it's just one of them things but again I just
4: yeah. like
6: damn but so yeah DLC is one of them too he, he's uh even though we don't have a, a bigger catalog fan, but he, he's one of those dudes who um moves me just uh lyrically um so I said Roy, Sam, nice. thought that Royce thought. I see, you know, uh prime I Q, incredible.
2: Oh yeah, gotta be just incredible, man.
6: That 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 to me, you couldn't you just couldn't tell me I I just wasn't OJ Jackson. You couldn't tell me. <laughs> you couldn't tell me that, <laughs> that that dude, man. He, he was Oh he was he was those those two albums back to back and if you want to throw kill at will in there it's just just like man i I just don't know is who had a better run than that who, man and then the he, he was, was the biggest the rapper in the world run, at that God point damn. and then you yeah you throw in the nwa too and it's like who had a run like that really? i
2: mean
3: that's yeah i mean even snoop even snoop dropped a second album you know, that was, yeah, that was, he, that he, was he, 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 he yeah, done yeah. it second album, and he's one of the biggest to do it. I mean, a lot of people think Jay Z done it his second album, although I kind of liked it, but it was one of the weaker ones. I mean, but yeah, yeah, for a while, you know, now I think Cube shit changed after Death Certificate, but like, Death Certificate was my right. favorite of his,
6: you know, mine too. Mine too. And again, but... and, and again, you know, the, the theme with a lot of this is that it was, a, it was ahead of its time for me because there are a lot of themes at the time for some of these season that I'm saying that, uh, that I just wasn't ready for. Songs like Black Korea and stuff like that. I mean, I didn't see anything around yeah. my way like that at the time. I, you know, that was a, that was one of the few tracks that I skipped. But it's like, dude, how how important of a song was that? And then, you, a, a couple songs later, you go down to us. It's 2020, and that shit is still steel, today steel. as Still.
1: Still.
6: As it was back then. And this is an album that came out in the 90s. Like, that's it, that. that it, 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 it's just all we care about is hairstyles and tennis shoes.
2: But if you step over my 90s. But,
3: 2020.
6: It's like, come on, man. He was killing
2: that. I mean, that, even even true to the game, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then even you know, I even gotta point out, you know, one of those moments. Okay, so you were saying you were talking about certain words that you know from your favorite MCs when you were younger that you didn't really kind of went past you because you didn't really know what they meant. Didn't really pay them any mind, and then later you find it. You're like, oh, okay, I know what that means now. You know, mm-hmm. I'll tell you a song that did that was um was a uh, summer vacation because. I mean, that's another song that I forgot to mention, Ghosts in the last episode Favorite, when I was talking I about, you know, the very few references to St. Louis in hip-hop mm-hmm. songs back then. That was one of them. And the thing is, you know, I remember, you know, I don't remember a time when there weren't Bloods Crips here. He was talking about it, how it happened, you know, and that's something I would learn in my exactly. 20s about how that happened as they start to move, you know, exactly. out of L.A., to set up shop and kind of get away from the heat you know they just came down route 66 and just all these cities stopping there you know so you know so literally he was talking about you know specifically st louis right here i'm like damn you know that's i remember reading about that or seeing that you know but i remember when i first heard the song i just thought okay he's just talking about this shit that happens here it happens here but nah he was talking about the beginning of that shit and how it how it happened and it was years later before i realized oh that's exactly what he was saying in that song you know what do you know Drive by Missouri. Yeah,
6: <laughs> I, man. man. Got shot. It's a corner back. St. Louis niggas they with the corner, corner back. It was no weather. It's illegal, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, hey, See, I know, man. I know the whole that's thing, why, the whole first time. dog. Love,
2: <laughs> that's why I love Q two. That's why I love Q two because he would say <laughs> shit like that and still make Yuffling. you laugh. And he would be as dead like shoot, there's no weather, <laughs> or like back into the, or like back to truth to the game, you know. And wipe that stupid ass smile off your face, <laughs> niggas always gotta show their
6: teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like your boys, like like, you know like your boys you know in B. the B. hood. Keep these goddamn kids the street.
2: Just not holding your, just not holdin your ass tight.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, <B>. exactly. <laughs>
3: yep,
6: just like that, man. That oh, man, man, he he was he he was incredible, man. At the time, um. And the, the gem on that album to me, like there there were so many like I love Summer Vacation. I love Steady Marvin. Summer Vacation is probably like my favorite. Like like I have to like do that. Like if that come on uh, in my car, I have to go back, you know, rewind it and listen to it again. But the gym on there, like there's a lot of them, man. But the gym to me is alive on arrival. You tell me, if y'all, if y'all if y'all can tell me anybody who who wrote something? Made a song talking about something like that, like ever, man. ever. That's it. It, mm-hmm. it it's like you just you, you take it for granted, man. It's a, it, it's like it's a rap song, but dude, he is spitting so much truth and so much so much misery in, in this man. Like you know, just rhyming about the deplorable conditions And something as basic as an emergency room. Who right. does that, man? Who does that? And people, it, it's crazy to me that people don't, when they talk about top fives and stuff, it's like, dude, Prime Cube was really untouchable. It's not a lot of people you can even put there. I mean, you could say popularity, but I am like, but dude, he was sitting. He wasn't just making rhymes But you know, he came from NWA, even though you know, people got all up in arms about NWA because they just heard the cussing, but they was really saying something. Cube took it a step further, man, and just went when I heard a lot of them, I was like, Are you I couldn't believe it. I was like, who who, you know, is, is he talking about this? It just it blew me away, man. He, he's been, he's was, incredible MC, man.
2: It was yeah. like what happened. It was like nine one one is a joke, but mm-hmm. I yep. mean, but but on, on steroids. Like it was like uh, it. I mean that's about, you know, people not showing up on time and you know, it's kind of done in a tongue in cheek way. This shit right here pain in the yeah,
6: yeah. Narration. That's that's it. Was it was clear? It was like, damn. You feel like he he's spinning it from the first person perspective. It's just like, man, you feel like you are there. You are like, damn, damn. You know, um, what do you say? Um, then watch two episodes of that, and when I'm almost. So it's like, come on, man. I mean, just it's so right. specific. Yeah, should I yeah. should I die on this nappy ass carpet? You know, just it is. It, it was so intricate man that that song it, it's, it's a it's a beautifully miserable song i love that song that's that's like I one of my favorite
2: blood stain in the nappy carpet when yeah he said that shit. Like, i yeah. feel like you know like i mean i don't know if he's ever said this or not maybe one of you knows better than i but did big ever cite ice cube is one of his influences because
4: yeah because he had he was i was getting ready to say that. Like he, that
3: too yeah and he had this like, same kind of yeah. that uh that's what uh whatchamacallit uh-huh. uh um uh, at the end get, what's the name of the song at the end at the end of bigs uh ready to die ready oh, suicidal them. thoughts suicidal thoughts that that kind of reminds me of something like that as far as that same kind of imagery you know what i'm saying
2: right imagery yep. and the, the fact that he'll Want make it. you he'll he'll say something and kind of make you laugh in the middle of you know saying something you know he's talking about street or something kind of serious or then like you know with the imagery like for instance like you remember on um the one that always sticks out to me is on Sky's the Limit, where he's talking about they used to buy me milks at lunch, the milks was chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. It's like, he had no reason to actually say that in there, but he filled that all in for you anyway, just so you know exactly mm-hmm. what he was, you know, mm-hmm. what he remembered. And I always thought that was dope, you know, it, it, and, and Cube because, was the same way.
3: Yeah, because little little trinkets like that actually put you in the lunch line getting that shit mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I'm saying or whatever like and picking which ones you wanted you know like oh man, I remember the bottom god damn he's right right you know that type of shit yeah that's is just... and you know the thing about alive on arrival is that like for me that album it got like really hot like after look who's burning bird in the hand blew me away that was a song that blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um,
6: yeah, that that St. i sample. I remember first hearing that on that St. Naz, the St. Naz commercial. Yeah, and then he came with and the on there. That, that shit blew. I was like, damn. Yeah, they were Even EP and yeah. uh had because they had that you know a sampler CD out. Even EP and B spit over that. um You know, it was all them dudes, King T, and then Ice Cube came with it. I was like, damn.
3: yeah. it was like, I got a slave and be African. Uh all right I got a slave and be African what I do to something to be African all I want to do is Clark G so welcome to McDonald's I'm going to take your order please I'm like <laughs> like yo it's just mm-hmm. a, that, I mean I'm I'm literally just a movie in my head you know of what he's mm-hmm. talking about you know or a TV show um
6: yeah one of him. the best storytellers in hip-hop nobody ever talks about you but once upon a time you go back to America's most wanted once upon a time in a project same type of deal ain't type the deal that's one of my Man. my joints
3: too yeah yeah and if you really look at it real quick he touched on so many shits like even fucking uh look who's burning
4: mm-hmm.
6: you know yeah about?
3: right you know the sexual promiscuity yeah. and how that's affecting the you know and all that type mm. of shit and you know
2: and that's right after he came out of um nappy dugout We're just all about exactly. all about that you know so it's like yep you know, it's, it's interesting, yep. uh, you know, the theme, like, you, you know, I mean, I think you're going, you're headed that way anyway, but I mean, just, I don't know if that's the first concept record I ever heard, but that's the one that definitely kind of made me realize, oh, okay, this is, this is all a, it's all a theme. It's all kind of in order.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the I didn't the Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, believe me, I didn't get it. <laughs> believe me, I didn't.
2: Yeah, because back then, you know, the side A, side B, side 1, side 2, you always get somebody trying mm-hmm. to do something kind of slick with it and call it something, you know, like yep. I remember one the Crisscross album, it was like the Kelly side, the Smith side, and you know, just, just shit like that. Somebody had one left side, right side, like <laughs> like they knew yeah. which way you were looking at it. But so yeah, I just thought, you know, well, it's death certificate, death side, life side. I didn't really, it was so I got older and really started to kind of, uh you know, pay more attention to what he's be, what he's saying here and the themes of the record. Then I realized, ah, okay, so this is all you know. This this is all one one theme, and this, this other side is the other. Yeah. But it's all in order too. It's like, it's like the the sequence perfectly. That's 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 a that really is a flawless album.
3: Even the beats yep. were more upbeat with the theme on the light side than they were on the darks on the uh, death side. By the time you got to like doing dumb shit. You know <substantively singing>
4: You know,
3: I mean it, it's more upbeat. Us I wouldn't say it's as upbeat as doing dumb shit, but it's a faster paced song, it's a faster tempo. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and see, and that's what kind of always and I still have the albums anyway, even though they're really not that good. But the War and Peace re- album, because it's like first of all, I mean I feel like you kinda already did that. You know, you know, yeah with with, with Death it mm-hmm. one, you didn't need two albums, but secondly, It seems like he didn't really have a grasp on the concept either, because it was like the war album still had like like party songs and shit on it.
6: Mm -hmm. And then the piece was that we be clubbing, or yeah, Yeah, we we be clubbing, and and, then
2: yeah, you could do it, but go back
6: and do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's when I was I was I was all offended by it.
2: I was I got it, but yeah, I mean. I, I was, haven't just because at the time I was kind of a completionist, so I had to have it. But I mean, <laughs> they are, there aren't apples I go back to very often. I was pretty yep. much
3: going after Bob Gun. Um, yeah, um, lethal injection.
6: Lethal injection. Yeah. Yeah. That
3: was see, the last that,
2: one. That I was. I got. A, yeah. See, that's another one. Yeah, that's another one. It's like it's good, but it's not. That's not the one I I'd show people if, I, if they want to know who Ice Cube is. Yeah,
3: yeah,
6: It's exactly. the big one. Uh, you know how we do it with them, right? Yeah, since you know how we do it. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Predator was,
4: before to, that.
3: Predator
6: was still, I, you know, there was enough on there that I still got out of Predator. But so yeah. the Jackson was, mm-hmm. yeah. And, like, I yeah, can't even really. remember anything else besides Bob Gun and, uh, you know, how <laughs> we do
2: it. Exactly, yeah. I like Ghetto Bird.
6: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: but uh um, and that's yeah that's kind of it though i mean yeah <laughs> other than what you said i can't really remember that most so i really think about it um you know and yeah you would say predator predator to me is kind of like it's kind of like the um kind of like the apocalypse 91 of of, of oh, it's genuine. like yeah i like yeah i like it but it's the, the ones before were better you know
6: mm-hmm I, man i was uh, Even uh though
2: I had you still pretty dope too but i mean just it, mm-hmm. it's, but black planet and, and which is my favorite and, and nation of millions i mean there's just no topping them
6: i know i was thinking I, I had a workout last week man and i uh i threw and i never do this i threw yo bum rush the show on and just let it play and i was like man this is unlike anything. I was (laughs) like, these dudes, Chuck in the Bomb Squad, the Shockley played, I was like, this crew is unlike anybody else, man. There there is no other public image. Which is is so granted, you know, I, I ain't gonna complain about just, you know, contemporary music. But it's so different from, I mean, these people carved out identities, man, and just it was like you—you you knew what you were getting. You knew what to expect. It's like it's gonna be this. Chuck, Chuck's voice—he might not be the most, um, the most lyrically uh, endowed cap out there, but his voice was just. His voice is an instrument, man. It. Chuck Chuck is is one of those dudes. He he is he's one of the pillars. I think I really oh, do. Yeah. He's he a the pillar of hip hop, man. Yeah, man, it just, it's just, uh, uh, when Chuck speaks this, it's just like you just want to listen to him. It's like, even if I don't like the track, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll settle in and listen to the end. But he, he he's just amazing. Just some of the stuff, man, like, um, yeah, fear and, uh, fear of a black planet and, um, it Takes takes the nation. Yeah, man, yeah, those man. can't be taught. But uh, I, I did like, Yo Bum Rush's show got a lot of plays got a lot of play from, from me because that's the one where uh public enemy number one where everybody sampled that Because oh, I'm man. public enemy number one. one, 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 yeah. one. Yeah. That part that man, that got so that got so much fun. Like me and my brother used to practice transforming on that part. It was so worn out. That part of the uh-huh. record. It, it, like you get, it was so worn out, man. Cause you know, we used to do all that type of stuff and it was so worn out because of all, all the uh practicing on it we mixed you it with Rock everything
3: it. Pete Rock used mm-hmm. it on uh uh what I forgot what song it was uh but number one number one and then of course Big and them Primo used it on
2: uh 10 correct commandments they used Chuck on it mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, yeah, you know,
2: but you were talking about Chuck's voice, which I mean, obviously, yeah, it goes without saying. I mean, he is definitely, you know, top three, if not number one, as far as just vocal tone and, and vocal dexterity Yeah, you know, over a track, you know, just commands the, the, the music, you know. But you know what he was doing, actually, you know, he was he I've heard him in an interview say this. He was trying to emulate Marv Albert. Because he'd be calling the, the Knicks games, you know what I'm saying. He was trying to do that. Yeah. He was basically modeling his voice after Marv Albert. So think about that, and you can totally hear it. You won't on here.
6: Hell no! <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> because the way level, you know the way. Now, I can kind of, I can kind of see this now. <laughs> I can kind of see this now, Marv Albert. Oh
2: right oh, because you know that's how like you know people go to speech classes and things like that you know to learn public speaking and things like that he modeled his fucking mc voice off of the cat calling the games man so, that's, oh. that's what he did wow yeah,
1: yeah.
6: yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know it's, it's weird because i've heard that like several different times in hip-hop like who did pharaoh he mentioned but uh, chick Hearn. I color commentate the game like Tick Hearns and then yeah. I think it was um yeah. I think Eric Sermon mentioned like Kurt Gowdy, somebody, some other, I don't know. He did some East maybe he did some um some big East basketball games back then or something. But yeah, they always they they, they kept up with that stuff.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, for hmm. sure, for sure, man. Man, uh so Real quick, man, before we get up out of here. We always ask each other this uh, at the end of the shows. Uh, what is it, if anything, you're currently listening to in hip-hop right now? And it doesn't have to be current. It could
2: be old. Right. Theater. Just what's in, you you, what's in your just, deck right now? Yeah. yeah.
6: Um. Well, I guess the, the best answer I can give you is, is the, the whole uh, listen to Bone Show the Public Enemy. Because I, I typically okay. just have whole bunch of songs on, on a hard drive in the car and it just it just cycles through you know so it's never any like one album but the, the most recent album i'm listening to all the way through was yo bummer to show
4: all right back, yep. back, back.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh wait a
3: minute i did have one more question it's kind of a courty question but i gotta ask this because the way these cats kind of blew up for us here so when bone hit oh yeah yeah so how did the city respond because i know i saw how the city reacted when nelly blew up so yeah how 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 did what was that like in cleveland watching those cats blow. like did it change the city in any way did was it like as far as the the scene was going or did it kind of just seem more hype there because y'all had some dudes from the city that was there did you know anybody that knew those dudes any of that type of shit
6: all of those things all of those things I, I, I affirmative on all of them <laughs> nice. it was it was uh i know ne- I now mean, i'll never forget man just listen phone to me i, I know people will say oh you can see and see you it. man listen if you listen to the rhyming and the style man it's like man it, it's like who I mean, other people tried to do their own like version of it, but man, uh, that don't
2: remind what me. <laughs> they
6: was doing. Right, what they were doing. I I still listen to I was I was listening to something today. Um, down seventy one, which is I think one of their dope. dope songs. Um, yeah, that's one. Of, that's one of my favorite songs by them. Yeah, man. these dudes could actually rhyme, man. I mean, you could you can take wish and flesh out of the mix, but lazy was good for a sweet verse here and there. And the the two prime ones is busy and crazy. Come on, crazy. man! Yep. And nobody would ever say anything of, in terms of like rhyming, man. These twos would cut up. Them, them two dudes could cut up anybody. They could cut up anybody. They like you want to like bar for bar. I just think those two dudes were that adept at rhyming. But you know, I, I digress. Um, the nah, city, it, it was. It was a lot of pride man. It, it was a lot of it. And I, I remember hearing that first, that the first joint, people on the come up. And it was, we, it was a commercial. And it was, uh, East Nine man, where you find me, thinking you yeah, yo, when that came, that shit, that had me. It had me, dude. dude. Cleveland is the city where we come from, so run, run. Oh, shit. Then I went to college and, dude, all my friends around me. Oh, That's all oh, they, they heard.
4: Oh, all yeah. my friends
6: around me. Yep. That, nice. that was like... That blew, that blew me away, man. And it was so... It was like... It's like, I never... Like, if I had a chance to interview them, I would ask the real questions. Because nobody ever really is like, how did y'all... How did you develop this style, man? It's like... Because sometimes the way they sit... Like, listen, you, you ever heard... Y'all ever heard the song, The Points from the Black... The Panther soundtrack? Yes.
4: Yeah. yeah. Dude,
6: the remix... Okay, granted, a lot of them the verses don't even ain't even really talking about the movie but dude their verse on there what the fuck it was it was busy just fast out just fast out on something just craziness i was like what the hell is he even saying but crazy it's like their their style was so i was like how did y'all come up with this style nobody ever really asked them that like like some of the stuff they would say i never heard anybody else, like have you ever i never heard anybody else say holy the holy
4: yeah, <laughs> right. I never
6: heard anybody else say that, and then this is something that I never even heard being from Cleveland. But they call them the Holy. <laughs> that was hilarious to me, you know, and and the way they would say stuff, they would say it in a way that's kind of like fundamental you know. It, it's a, just a different. It's almost like a, a dialect they were speaking yeah, they in.
2: were using sort of a they were using a patois which i didn't really know exactly at the time yeah. but then i started understanding what dance hall is and then going back to bone like oh shit okay so they were using you know they were using that cadence you know like right you know like i said like you know a lot of you know, a lot of the same um dialects. so you know they'll say i a lot they say me a lot
6: you know mm-hmm. yeah Neat and, and, and then, stuff like that right exactly and, I, I didn't really think about the offshoots of patois. yeah but yeah that makes sense
2: yeah, yeah. And see you know and i was a huge bone fan, or you know well i say that and i it was like it's more like because we did an episode well here's the thing though because me and ghost did an episode about uh east 1999 eternal a couple of years ago and the thing was i was a fan of that album like that album was everything to me throughout most of my high school run you know Same. it was the one before like because because people <laughs> on the come up was cool I didn't love it i mean the only song i even listen to anymore for of that is for the love of money but in the and and art of war mm. i mean it's something i liked at first but repeated, i do like the repeated, song on repeated listens diminishing returns on that one but he's 1999 eternal i can play that right now and i i don't even have to play the whole album right now i can play the intro over and over again all day uh, and not yeah. get tired of it
6: <laughs> Busy, <laughs> that shit right there Busy. Busy it. Killed that Claire. Claire. He, Claire. he killed it just, just the introduction and the first the first voice on there and just the way the the the, the melodic way he came on. It's like, dude, how you only like
2: gotta make you that money, money back, was, I was like, ah, right, it's like dude, who,
6: who, who told him to do that? Who, it's like the way I thought about it, it's like who told him to do that part like that? It's right, like, right. These are rhymers. These are these are rappers. Who told him to do that? And that's that's what blows me away about them, man. It's a whole lot of shit musically and vocally that they were doing. It's like I just don't hear other, you know, other groups trying to be similar. I just never heard it from anybody else, man. They, I just never heard it. They, they were just doing something that was so dope to me. I took to it. I don't even think it was because I was from Cleveland. I just took to it, and it, they, they, that, that's that's like real close to my heart, man. They, they were so dope to me.
3: Listen,
2: we well, see. Me having it. never been to Cleveland, my, my bad. I'll let you go in a second, goes. I just say, okay. we're, we're a piggyback for what he said right there. I mean, what well, you said, yeah. That, when you were talking about, you know, Nah it's not just because you came from Cleveland. Look, we never. I will say, I know. I don't know about you, girls. I ain't never been to Cleveland in my life. I, I had the been. same reaction to you about these about about all of that. So now nah, it's not just because you were there. It's because it was no. right.
3: <laughs> it's it's not. Trust me, because look, this this is what I was getting ready to say too. Because look, first off, when East ninety nine came out. You had St. Louis niggas. Cleveland is the city where we come. (laughs) And not giving a fuck neither because that shit was dope. I was in the barbershop. My barber was cutting my hair. He was playing that shit. I was like, I
1: heard I was like, who
3: the fuck took the video game shit? Because it was Eternal (laughs) Champions, right? But see, I, I was like, and then he came in whacking. Like, I was like who the fuck and then another example which I was talking about is uh busy's verse on we crypto we came like mm-hmm. his whole yeah. verse his whole verse is full of who the fuck told him to do that how do you figure <laughs> to, the <laughs> right. whole verse is like
6: that it's yeah like, man he, he was mean. something different man he, he was something different like that that dude I, I mean it, it and then so I, like I was in college at the time man it, it it took me it was great pleasure and just you know I have my hoodie on headphones all day backpack and all I'm doing is deciphering bone lines that's all I'm doing like I'm going to class but I'm deciphering bone lines and I took great pleasure in that shit I loved it I loved it and I'm figuring I'm like oh he said this and I was like oh man that's cold cause you know it, it, man that that was my 20s man it was all about them and, and even even the 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 latest like on well I'm creeping on a come up for the love of money is the one i like the least. i like really? uh yeah i like the what's the name of it um what was it, it was two of them Creeping up out of the woods got smoking a And oh uh, um down for my thing like, yeah, I like both of that and the other one I can't remember the name but those those are uh, real hard to me of course it's eternal but even Art of War yeah it wasn't it wasn't that good and, and the double album was unnecessary it was just a, it was the bold thing to do at the time but it was unnecessary but there was you know I even outside of uh, Thug Love there was there was songs that I come to enjoy on that but it wasn't it wasn't great it definitely wasn't great and so then from that point on you know you get the solo stuff and all that crazy definitely dropped some good solos um busy's got about 10 albums man and and if yeah. you took you know it's some good stuff there i still check for him i, I got a song from him in the last couple of years i still check i i'd even check him out on his jam tv youtube channel i was
3: it's still, gonna say he's it's got some, that
6: shit, yeah. mm-hmm. it's still some good stuff come from him but it, you know music changes at a certain point and then sure the the last physical cd i bought was lazy bones l burner talk about point. yeah
2: i I was yeah i was for me by then bloom was off the road so i wasn't fucking with it but i worked at uh circuit city you know that defunct chain uh Mm. and i remember that cd coming in being the new release section for like a week and then they yanked it out because it wasn't so yeah see,
3: and the thing about and the thing about bone man is there is like there's other especially at that time like other cats when they got on songs with each other they could get with each other they could top each other you had dudes that were doing that on purpose you know pun we get on songs and purposely try to you know kill who he's on the song with. you know Buster rhymes is doing the same thing but like nobody was fucking with bone on the songs that they got if You know, it just didn't sound the same. Even Pac didn't sound anything Mm -hmm. like, you know, I mean, he sounded good on that beat, but doing it with them, it was just like, as dope as the song was, you saw a disparaging difference. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And then, but that's why it was dope when, you know, when Biggie did it, but
2: i was going to say Biggie's was the best and not just Biggie's because he the best. not just cuz he made the attempt on it but be, you know he sped up the flows it. it's just because it worked I mean he did it and it fucking yeah. worked yeah. and they actually sounded good together you know
6: Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I never I never agree with people who say who he did it better but I mean he did he assimilated well he no, nobody assimilated on the well East Coast
2: could, <laughs> nobody on the East Coast could could spit like that back then I remember not people even, were trying to and they even wouldn't the even the go fast it was weird because it well okay chip food maybe but i mean i'm talking about the people like after after bone came you had a lot of people trying to do the the, you know trying to double and triple time it you know and it if a lot of east coast cast they weren't even doing it right it was like i can't even describe it you just know when you hear when it's like I yeah. I I can't I I can't even describe it. You I'd have to play it for you and I can't think of an example. But it used to drive me nuts cuz they all did it the same way and it's like that's not it. That's
3: the same cadence. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But all I, I think, know is you yeah. know
2: back in the that, you know to to rewind for a second back to East 1999 Eternal uh and i said this back on that episode we did too is that you know i graduated in 99 so whenever people would tag their names up on the bulletin boards or in the in the hallways you know on the dry erase boards whatever put class of 99 i always put class of 1999 eternal
6: <laughs> <laughs> my dude my dude. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. dude instantly my dude because of that Right.
3: <laughs> and you know i never knew that shots to the double glock was uh but i i didn't know it was a doll pound disc at least at the time I
2: oh think. oh a di- oh it was this oh okay mm, nah, no i didn't know either shit yeah 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 i found that out they, later. They,
6: they 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 homeboys yeah they they didn't have the same uh we'll say, mm-hmm. you know okay you know uh the dudes who were shots on the double Glock. i mean this song was fine but it's like come on nah <laughs> no, yeah, that was- the crew would do it that was rhyming nah yeah. oh
2: well, yeah <laughs> they yeah. didn't have the
6: same ability no. no Tones and let's ride Tony Tones on the phone on the side <laughs> do with ya don't get Actually... <laughs> 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 no, man that ain't <laughs> it <laughs> I,
2: I, I forgot to forget about that <laughs> about
6: that oh, wow. yeah I that whole <laughs> Mo Thugs thing that. is like mm, yeah, nah
2: see Mo Thugs to me was like a weaker version of like the extended Wu family like you yep. know how like woo i mean you had but you none of them guys were ever gonna top the original woo but you had had killer priest there you had you had people who could do what you could hold their own nobody else without bone was gonna do do nothing yep i can't think yeah not no yeah and i had that first one too just because again this is after east 99 eternal so i'm checking for everything they do and when they kept disappointing me that's what i was like all right i'm done but i I had that mo thug album that first one with the uh and what was dope about that is because I used to love the way Unique would do this because we were talking about how he took that uh, Eternal Champions and mm-hmm. played that whole beat out, you know, on synths mm-hmm. for Eternal. He did the same, he you know, he did that with the uh, Earth, Wind & Fire shit, but he made it dark and synthy and shit. I'm like, that was dope. I kind of like that, you know, but then the rest of the album wasn't that. I'm like, ah, I just got, no you know, I like, got my $10.
6: Yeah, I just, I just dug the songs I like from somebody else. <laughs> I w- hey, I'm never a blind fan. Never. <laughs> like, nah, uh, I know what it is. <laughs> like, yep, And they, uh, like you said, after, after all the war, it was just like, yeah. I mean, then we had, uh, what was it called? Um, resurrection. And then, like oh, it it all was, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it was just there was like, like one song, song on there that something. i
2: liked and i can't even remember what it is and if i, I like battle again, cry I that's probably to I, body maybe body that's body. what it was i
6: i couldn't tell you that was that was the one song up there and then after that it gets really murky yeah i can't even really remember you had bone brothers you had that the new the one with crazy and busy where they were trying to do some like different stuff it was complete trash for me Wow. <laughs> that was like four years five years ago i was like man what the hell is this it was it was almost like a, a snoop lion type thing like they were trying to rhyme you know i get i, I give them i give them props for, for making the attempt but the execution of this i was like this i cannot get this can't right. can't do you it you
2: know and that's yeah and that's us saying that you know and that's you know it is what it is that's our opinion but there is something to be said for you know people who still have a cult fan base who will buy that anyway you know what i'm saying because they still tour and they still have a following yep. so i mean you know they may not be limelight anymore but they i mean they're still around yeah. so yeah they're still doing it I do.
6: i'm yep. gonna
3: go listen to the east 99 as soon as we jump off here i'm telling you
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> what? Man, I, so yeah i just i had to ask that before we get out of there i meant to ask that earlier so
6: yeah yeah we yeah, were all so proud clevelanders so yeah. this, this town yeah. cleveland is a, is a type of town that everybody here feels like the forgotten stepchild uh you know used condom talking Cast side type. <laughs> that's that's how the people <laughs> here are. That's how we are. Like it's like we we're just a you know, just just a byproduct or whatever. Just you know nothing nothing special. And that's just kind. Of, it's a very blue collar town, man. So when something when something big like that happens here, that's why I like like with the sports in the Cleveland, they so wrapped up in the Cleveland Browns. The Browns being shitty, man. It's just it it is like the pulse of the city. So the, that's how the <laughs> like, city is. It, it's like what?
3: No, I was gonna say like corporate dudes used to get demoted to Cleveland, that type of shit. Like, yeah, we got exactly, you, to you know, that type. Shit.
6: Exactly, that's almost um, like Siberia or something. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's it. <laughs> people just and the people here are they kind of they allow themselves to be like that. I don't because I'm not I'm not married to any of that stuff. I mean, I, I still get entertainment and enjoyment from those things, but it doesn't it doesn't um. It's not the inspira- It's not my inspiration. I don't find inspiration from that stuff, and, and it doesn't, you know, make my mood. My my dad. I saw my dad today. He was all salty because Browns looked like trash against Baltimore on Sunday. I was like, hey, you know, it, it didn't make my day any worse. <laughs> at all. Yeah, but right, other right, people right. around here, you go to a grocery store or something, or or, or you take a Uber, and they been talking about how oh, this and that. Oh man, these Browns is I like not it's just you know so that phone was huge um it, it was it was a, a very big thing and like um across the crossroads remix my god you could not ride around in the city and not hear the song
2: you couldn't that's ride around crazy. here and not hear it either goddamn. <laughs> that's the one reason why i hate that song because it came out i, I kind of like the it.
6: original better I like the original. The original is
2: so much better, and and yep. and, and by the it, way, that's okay. So that's Eternal Champions, also. That's the ending theme. If you yeah, lose, I was going to say, if you yeah. die at the end.
3: Lose, that's the end, yeah. But
2: the reason why, the the other reason why I don't like the, re- well, see, I like the remix when it first came out. Then after two weeks, and they ran it into the ground, I couldn't stand it anymore. Yep. But what really pissed me off, and this is the only reason why I still don't own the album on CD Is because they went and repressed the entire. Because I had it on cassette back in those days. I had a tape. I had a mm-hmm. in. So when I went to go convert all myself to CDs, I haven't I didn't buy it and I still haven't because I can't find an original press that has the original song on it. Because what they've done, they've scrubbed that song like it doesn't exist. And they
3: replaced it. Yeah. And put easy. the
2: remix there. And so it breaks yeah. the continuity because the sound it, so it doesn't crazy. it doesn't it doesn't fit there.
3: Yeah, not you know? at all. Yeah. it was so out of place. And, and
6: you, and know, you you're depriving the, the world you of one of it it. the best oh, wishbone blah, blah, verses. Yeah. Man. That was that was like the best witchbone verse to me on on the original song. yeah oh well, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's not he's not that good but that song I was like okay okay right
3: I actually got lucky and got the uh, the copy with the original because you know I bought well, that you, had back- I, I you had it back I literally bought this
2: yeah because I literally left that barbershop from him playing it and ran and bought that motherfucker. yeah see and I was buying tapes back then so you know yeah. I, a few years later when i started trying to convert everything to cd and i think i got it from like bmg or something I had that version on it I'm like oh fuck that so i ended up you know i had it for a while and got rid of it and i every every record store i've ever been to since then i've always looked and see if they had a copy and they have it but they don't have that version
3: yeah and see i had uh i had converted I to CDs had that pops because pops had got me on cds with the columbia house bullshit. so I was on CDs, but I didn't have a CD player in the car, so you you know how you get the little tape connected thing and you plug yeah. that in. So I had that I, in remember, my, I remember that I shit. That yeah. my, I had that in my C D player with the ESP skip, so I wear it randomly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Nice. Had that in the Riley King card, damn right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I did.
3: <laughs> but anyway. So uh
2: yeah, but John, what you
3: listening to as we get up out of here?
2: Man, um, still got that king's disease. I'm still that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I still listen
6: to that. To that. Lubin. Mm. Lubin. Man. <laughs> man. Oh yeah, Blue Band, Blue Band, man, man, wow, man, I love that song
2: yeah man yeah. um that new cj fly with uh, st- uh static selector it's not what i expected it was gonna be but it's, it's actually really really mellow kind of chilled out for what i you know given who they are and you know, what they know who, who he is and static on the beats you know but i mean you know it's it's, it's cool other than that man i've just been in funk mode man i'd be listening to this shit like i always get on a kick late summer, it never fails, man. I always get on this kick where I won't listen to nothing but like cameo and more Day in the time and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'd be right like, <laughs> down So like, I'm about to be I'll be thirty nine in a week. It was the time yeah, of this recording yeah. anyway. Yep. but All right. you know so I was born you know what I'm saying? And or i remember music going back to when i was like 3 years old my memory goes back that far for whatever fucking reason so yeah that you know all the black <laughs> stations yeah so like 84 85 you know what i'm saying i remember cam you know all that stuff but i used to love cool in the gang and 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 you know uh all that shit so my mom will tell you, shit. I'm not lying. <laughs> she, you know, so I remember all that stuff. So I mean, so that stuff's always been ingrained in me throughout life, and I always go back to it. So, um, but for some reason, in in the summer, in late summer, I always get the. I don't know what it is either. Late summer, I just be throwing that on in the car, and that's all I listen to. So that's where I'm at, man. I was actually just listening to. I uh, oh, wish. Album was that the one that's got uh, the one that's got single life on it. Was that? Um, God, I can't. I don't even remember my name anymore because I just look up the the, the sides, looking up the song now, and fucking uh, you know, let it play. It's uh, da da da. Yeah, oh no, that's what it's called. It's called Single Life. That album. Mm -hmm. That's what's got like the second track, and it's the one that starts with "Attack Me with Your Love." That one. That one. It starts (laughs) with that. Yeah. That album is dope, yeah. So, uh, man, that's all I've been on, man. That and those two, uh, those two albums. Other right. than that, it's just random, random, mm-hmm. random shit, man. Just shuffling.
3: See, so you on that quintessential low rider music, boy. That's the shit. The-
2: <laughs> yeah, except I drive a <laughs> Nissan Altima, so <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs>
6: El Camino <laughs> Altima. You can't
3: see. You, can, you you catch uh, a real See, low rider though, you're going to hear that booming out there. Be hey, listen, <laughs> mark my words.
2: Don't let me fuck around and find one of those and just have it and be the, just be the car for that. Right, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> that's don't what it's don't let that's me what for. for. You can't play nothing else in that type
2: of <laughs> It probably has Dang. a tape deck in it still. I really have to go get your, uh... Probably got an 8-track in that,
3: in that damn yeah, shit. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> that's, that's what about, about you, about Jeff? You? Man, uh... A lot, a lot of Freddie Gibbs and Michael Franks.
2: Uh, Michael reason. Franks, huh?
3: Yeah, yeah. Just Michael Franks. Um, I don't know. I,
2: for some man, reason, man, anytime I hear that name, the only one that that, that saw for some reason, and I don't know if they just it just came on 88.7 a lot. That was the uh, that was the uh, college station there. Actually, our uncle uh, Pierre. That's our other. Our uncle was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doing, he was DJing there for a while, or at least he was on it, on their personality DJ. I don't know what he was doing, yeah, He was DJ.
3: Yeah, he was DJ. He was the
2: DJ. Okay, yeah, he was there. But I don't know if it's just because they played it on there so much when I was over at Granny and at, at Pawpaw's in the morning before kindergarten, yeah. or, or what. But that song, that Queen of the Underground, that's the song that if you mentioned Michael Franks, that's the only song I can remember by him.
3: Oh yeah,
2: yeah, they yeah,
3: that. yeah. the one I've been rocking the most is this Passion Fruit album. That's the one I've been playing. But, uh, but yeah, those two And then just Freddie Gibbs Pretty much his whole uh, I don't want to say his whole But it's both his albums were mad That's just kind of basically what I've been on And then the one with uh, With Alchemist
2: you know, Oh, okay, I just yeah
3: replaying, Just replaying those that three Freddo's
2: nice, man, I like that one
3: Yeah, yeah, so I've just been playing those three And then Michael Franks for some reason So that's pretty much been it Nah, it's not. It, it,
6: isn't, it isn't. Somebody from Brazil Zelda
3: Well, I—I I mean, I finally kind of got off of them. It, it took a minute to <laughs> finally. <go>. right see,
4: <laughs>
2: I, I you know, I love them, but see, the thing is, I the same thing. So again, um, this will—they'll come back into my rotation here shortly because we're some sub- whenever it gets cold. See, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm weird like that. When it's cold and rainy and gray all the time, shit, so that's when I want to hear nothing but like that grit. I like that, like, like Queensbridge, dirty yeah. ass, like, yeah, you know, I, I, right. I gotta hit play Hell on Earth. You know what I'm saying? I gotta play murder music. I gotta play fucking uh, War Report, and uh you know, saw so all the Griselda shit. That'll all be right back in there along with it. You know, but right mm. now, yeah. After after I kind of got through Fly God, uh, uh, this awesome god a few times, I kind of slowed down mm. for a minute. But it'll be
6: back. I did, I did, I did catch the Conway uh Conway MCA collab last week. I did see that somewhere.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I missed that one. I did that.
6: I did. Yeah, the MCA one. I did the And I had
2: nice.
3: the, pro- the same problem with that one that up. I had with the one Let's he did. That up
4: right
3: Is a. Uh, the one he did with Rage it's like Rage came in and killed the and then yeah, yeah. Rage comes the one in is that the
6: one where we're like in the refrigerator cooler thing, uh huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rage yeah.
3: comes in and murders it, and then murders it's yeah. like it's lackluster. Conway comes in and kills it, and then MC yep. it's his like, versus, Yeah,
6: his verses, yeah. You know, like, I'm,
3: I'm I'm waiting for him to drop a dope. I mean, you get with dope people, so I'm like, man. yeah so and i was gonna say it'd be perfect time when you get back into it because conway's pumping right now i think he just dropped another project too hey right quick what
2: do you guys what do you guys think of armani caesar i
3: don't know who that is that's the girl that came out with uh with benny and them Um, yeah
2: she would be showing up on this sometime i don't
1: know if
3: i like her or not i don't think i'm cool i'm gonna be i don't know i'll say this the voice is cool um but this whole she ain't right, ry- she ain't rhyming like all these other chicks. Yes, she is. I, I listened to one of her verses. Her whole verse, I'm at least if the if the verse was 16 bars long, 10 of them had bitches at the end of it. Oh, ah, okay, Roman um, I mean, these bitches, blah 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 blah, something, these bitches, blah 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 blah, something, these bitches. I mean, you know, yeah,
2: it's like she's got some lines. I still, I'm jury's still out on her, you know what I'm saying, but.
3: And then another song, it'll be better, right? So it's, it's just, I, I don't know. Yeah. You
2: know what I mean? yeah. I still like, she- oh, Shay Noir. I forgot about her. Yeah, I'm still listening to that one. Shay Noir and Apollo Brown.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: No, she's just dope. Nice. Yeah. She's dope.
6: Yeah, she's dope. Hey, be- before we bail, um, just going back to uh, what Jeff was was talking about with eight, And and this is something that, that I'm I'm still trying to um understand with uh, in-scene. Because the way I see it, I feel like today, no, I'm not a rapper, but I do write. And I feel like I'm definitely a better writer today than I was back when I started or whatever. Why is it that the MCs that are older aren't the best MCs? Why why is it that eight still sounds like that, like he still sucks? why is it that a lot of guys why I don't I don't understand it it's like I feel like these dudes like KRS one dude I don't I love him but I don't want to hear him anymore because he sounds old he sounds old to me and to me it's just like I don't understand how with all the knowledge you gained from that point where you were popping you should you should still be able to you know you, you should be able to to still not sound really old but you know, they do to me. It it just blows me away. Just like the when I said when Nas made the the um the the, the Kanye album, he sounded so dated to me. Before King's Disease, I was just like, this dude. This is the first time he sounded old to me. Um, but it's it's just weird to me. It's like it seems to me like when as you as you age, you gain all this wealth of knowledge and all this new stuff. But these dudes who who were popping like in the nineties or whatever, some of them like I remember when I got that album um the R Mark um, like Kim's album, the 18th, the, the 18th letter or that. Right. I was like, man, nah. It was like one or two songs, but he sounded even at that time, and, and it wasn't even that that big a, a gap in between. And I was like, yeah, this, I don't get it. And it's it, it's one of those things that I'm I'm still struggling to understand. It's Like, why aren't these dudes? Because I've seen eight in interviews on Vlad and stuff like that, and it, it wasn't like like some of these guys don't get me wrong like uh, there, there's one with um, granted this dude isn't a, a, a rapper or a musician there's the current one with Andre Risen on there and I listen to Andre Risen speak and I say to myself this dude is caught in a time he, he's caught it's of development <laughs> he really? is like a 50 something year old man and the way he is the, the way he's expressed himself is just like a child It's like a child man I was I was like really like look at this you know I, I was i was it just it did it bothered me it really did i was like this dude you know he, he's still like that but eight and dudes like that who was rhyming about certain you know like gang banging and stuff like that and you know always pulling burners and whatever he was he was more he was he, he when when vlad inter- interviewed him I, I i watched eight every episode of it and i was like i was i was pleasantly surprised i mean these these dudes have grown up they've they're, they're they're men now. They're not these, you know. They're businessmen and men and all this stuff. And then, you know, it was it was impressive to me. But then you hear rhyme because when I saw Aiden Conway, I was like, oh shit. And I turn it on. and I hear eight first. So I'm like, mm, nah. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a big downer from Conway because, like you said, Conway lit it up like he does. But a was just like, nah, oh, man. Nah. And then it's
3: like, okay, so, but then Rage has been around for hell. How is her shit still, still fire?
6: Yeah. It yeah. depends. Yeah, man.
3: yeah, it I mean, is true, like she, it's true. She like, sounded good.
2: I really feel like, I mean, it's just like in life. I mean, if you allow yourself to get old or to let something waste away or, or not improve, I mean, then it won't. You know? I mean, maybe it just kind of peaked in one position. They kind of just got comfortable where they are and that's just what they're going to be
3: yeah i think just I, guess, uh, for, I, I think i think what's his name plateaued rakim just plateaued
2: sure like, but then you look did. at somebody like a like for instance like g rap or something like that now his style hasn't really changed it's all the same but he still he still just sounds just as sharp back then as he does now but yeah was so
3: dope at yeah. the beginning it's hard to catch up i get him. that
2: but what i'm saying is it hasn't changed like it's not like you yeah, know, you hear G Rap verse from 20 years ago. It's the same type of shit he's talking about now, yeah. but he's still just as sharp with it. And he can hold his own mm-hmm. with today's shit and today's music. Whereas, you know, the next guy might never be able to do that. And I don't. I don't know if we have an answer for that, man. I mean, I think it just it just depends.
6: It's, it's one of those things I just noticed, man. That was a good. That was a yes. a, a good uh, recent example.
2: We call yeah. those the mysteries of hip hop, man. We got we got right. we, we got a few of them that are kinda like running gags on the show that'll get brought up, you know, over a series of episodes. So that maybe that's yeah, another yeah. one.
4: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I
3: gotta say, man, love having you on the show, man. Um Yeah, I man. Yeah, welcome back show. anytime. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, come back anytime. Um it was great to be on your show too, man. Just you know, after 20 years, like I said, I was like, damn, it's been 20 fucking years, but you know, it's still dope. You know what I'm saying? I still can see you, a friend, man. And you know, we still pass, you know, um, work back and forth between each other every now and then. You know, he still sends me mm-hmm. pieces and I mean, still sharp. You know what I mean? Still, the blade is still getting You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's yeah straight I up. Mean you know what Yeah, I
6: mean? thanks. Yeah, still, then, I feel actually, like I'm getting better.
3: Yeah, on no.
2: that note, by the way, man, you got to show what, anything you want to plug before you get out of here, too.
6: Mm, not really, nah. No, I don't.
2: Okay.
4: <laughs> I
6: <laughs> healthy nah. living, you know. I'm a, I'm a personal <laughs> trainer too, so healthy living, you know.
3: Healthy <laughs> living. All right. That's what's up.
6: That's what's up. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm plugging right.
3: that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on. Hey.
6: I'm not big on social media or anything like that. So no, nah, I ain't, I, ain't, I don't have anything, man. I do, I do a lot of this stuff just, just to, um, just cause it's fun for me, man. This is, this is cool. Like, you know, just, I, I told one of my, my last clients kind today, of I was like, yeah, I got to do my podcast later on. And she was like, she was asking me questions, but I was like, yeah, just talking about hip hop. I'm passionate. I'm still passionate about it. I'm, all, I'm almost 50, but I'm still passionate about it. And it's right. just one of those things. It, you, you get the same type of, a reaction for me, you are talking about football. It's the same way, man. It's a passion for me.
3: Right, right, yeah, and uh, I'm on the other side of forty, and I haven't lost my passion for the culture either, man. I don't, I don't plan to. Yeah. You know, it, it, my participation might change, but I don't plan to lose, lose yep. the passion one way or the other. You know, so
6: yeah, you, right. you set In me here, straight mate. on that. Yep, yeah, yeah I mean, because I used I'm to not, tell.
2: No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, you know, he was saying he's on the other side of 40 He hasn't lost his passion yet. I'm like, I'm not there yet. I'm like right there at the door, though. And I don't see it slowing down either. You know, I, I, I you know, I don't, I, I can't, I can't be boy like I used to, you know, I'm saying certain shit. I just won't even try anymore. But you right. know, I still, I right. still jump in a cypher once in a while. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, I, musically, I'm going to be listening to this music for the rest of my life. So I ain't even worried about that.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it's it just the participation is different because i used to tell you jeff uh, i was like yeah i'm I aged out because it will be when i would it would be gaps in between the time that we speak and he'd be like well, he hit me with what you listen to i'm like man i haven't heard nothing And he hit me with all these names and i'll be like what i was like yeah man i'm I'm out the game i'm out the game but it's like you said it's, it's still it's, it's definitely still in me but the participation is different so because again, right. I, I'm still checking for, I'm still checking for people. I'm, I'm not gonna listen to everything new. Because again, I I know stuff that I'm not, that I, I can't relate to. I'm not, checking for that. I'm not even wasting my time. It's not, I'm not, I'm not the target. So I don't even bother. <laughs> but the particip- <laughs> <laughs> like you said, the participation is just different. So I'm still here, word up.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Right on. All right. Well, once again, man, you know, thanks for coming through. And, uh, you know, thanks, Ghost, for uh, orchestrating this. For sure. For
4: sure.
6: Time,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. As That's always, right. you can find us at fm.com On Instagram at nojibajaba.fm. I am at individually there at Illrockski. Ghost.
3: Yeah, ghost, uh, ghost
2: KOTF. Ghost KOTF. And Jay Mills, of course, he is Jay Miller Dean. All of us are on Uh, Twitter there as well. Same names, but don't really check for us there because we don't really tweet anymore. So (laughs) Until next time, folks. (laughs) (laughs) I still remember that last time I said, you know, because you noticed I didn't mention the Facebook, but now I did. But I didn't mention the Facebook. I'm like, we don't really post on Facebook. He's like, fuck that! (laughs) <laughs> oh God. Alright, folks. Till next time. See ya.
5: Peace. Peace. <laughs>
0: Ice bigger than life, you got bitches throwing they draws on stage. That ain't me. I raised kids, push whip, pissing MC. Love money like I love my mom. Love my nigga common sense when he bang dance all up in they wallets.
1: Wall to wall bullshit. I got hardwood
0: floor. Set sail for tour ever since '89. So y'all are fucking the same hoes who used to be mine. And I've been waiting three summers to rhyme alongside my people, Rico, go lite Inject you with the lethal. Don't hot hippin'. if you thought was slipping. Then put that drink down. You drunk off what you sippin'. Catastrophe. Dip and dip, die, socialize. Fuck around with me and next and find your queer burglarized. Yo, you better recognize and try to analyze, analyze this. this. A fist. How can a man act like a bitch? Change the switch, snitch on his crew. Yo, get rid of the niggas before the same uh. thing happen to you. And they'll be your ass sticky like glue. Blood leaking out, girls freaking out, motherfucking cops freaking out. Got you on your knees like a freak, juggling these nuts, smuggling these cuts from SC. Your best be, leave this nowhere, Need believe a net. We done swallowed 40 bottles of yeah. threat. Yo, what you know about my, my right, My What you know about what's weak, what's tight, and what you know about an off night? What you know about niggas frontin' for the light, yeah. and what you know about them gun fights? Gun fights. Got a nigga duckin' while the girls show fright. And what you know about my right, My right. Or what you know about yeah. my, like, my right, My
1: right I'm without the light of the sole survivor drunk driving that rolls straight, take the whole cake, chop it up with the family, wash it down with alcohol, my he's a desert eagle for all the fucking shots I call, my niggas got a ball, never settle for less, heavy metal, heavy on your chest like two breasts, step into my office cause it's time for you to roll some. one fast move and we gon' beat you like you stole something, yo these
0: styles I kick should be called rap. big Drawing rap, join the pussy out the nigga after my prize cause I want it, they stomach what I throw, they know I'm right for they diet, they librarian flow keeps the party real quiet, love I lost outweighs the rhymes I gave. But the fact that I spit them makes you cherish the name So pass the mic so I can put in my share I rip it from home to L.A. with connected flights and rip it elsewhere Drinking up black and tan in the back of a van I learned as a young man, long trip, pissing in a
1: can Get in the house for two grand, now you got your own land Let your mind expand, every day have a plan Roll Graham is rare earth, swinging black Tarzan You got to live with the cars dealt in your hand Stay young like Peter Pan, like Sly Take a stand and go uptown Saturday night like
0: Gigi Dan I keep it dirty like under the bed Dirty Dirty like Uncle Red uh, Hey yo, well a la poo-poo uh, Dirty brown liquid flow Thicker than the you hoo Dirty dishing out, chef telling it all face down in the dirt doing my dirty work expert trying to regulate my network head jerk spicy with rice stick with it if they actually cut the bitch i'ma say he swift did it Yo, what you know about my right my right. what you know about what's sweet what's tight and what you know about a off night what you know what you know about niggas and for the light and what you know about them gunfights i don't know Got a nigga ducking, why them girls show fright? And what you know about my right, My right? Or what you know about my right, my right? No nigga get it on, past the break of the dawn, Tash, i punch you in your grill and leave potholes in your lawn. You making this song, spit that rhyme my way. I can shut y'all niggas down like the Y2K. I did a tour in 94 with Daylight, so and enthrined. We on the same vibe, cause real niggas coincide. The situation is drastic, but see, songs like these is why this album going classic. This is for the DJ bringing back one time, I Drop bombs when my mom told me to rhyme. I'm old school like my daddy. So add this to your collect. Plug one who the baddest? And hey, yeah, we theme park status. Upstage these niggas like Gladys. Them little pimps they done trip the wire claiming their legs while I'm claiming these tunes. And this we'll stay down like seats found in sorority bathroom. Yeah. We flat out classic. Separate the real from the plastic. And I ain't gotta say no
1: names, play no games. Hit the switches, crack the frame. Show no shame or fuck it all up, take the blame. Brand name fresh out the box type hustle. Manpower, success is mind over muscle Grind till the wheels fall off Accept the loss, I've never been soft Whatever the cost, addicted to floss Nailed to the cross, it's time to return My only concern is making sure that Hollywood burn Hollywood burn, burn to the ground Trick-ass niggas it's all up in the game It don't deserve to be down Full bottle wrap, twist the cap and kick back Daylight exhibit and the licks came to get that And what you know about us dropping you And leaving you with half a face like the Phantom
0: of the Opera And what you know about my, right Life. What you know about what's weak, what's tight, and what you know about an off night? Mm. What you know about niggas frontin' for the life, Fun. and what you know about them gun fights? Gun fights Fight, baby. Got a nigga ducking while them girls show fright. And what you know about my right? My right. And what you know about my right? My right. And what you know about my right? My right. And what you know about my right?
1: My right. You got the right to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>